listen at your own discretion as the following content contains strong language, adult dialogue, discussions of violence, and spoilers. Cue the intro. Hello, fellow readers, and welcome to Three Reads in a Pod. My name is Heather. I'm Sarah. I'm Delia. If you're interested in a trio of ladies that get together and record our book club for the masses, stick around. In this episode of Three Reads, we'll be discussing Maria, the Wicked Stepmother, and the Seven Robbers, which is an Italian fairy tale. If you want to read along, we post the book and the book bite of the month on our Instagram. And without further ado, it's time to turn the page. Wonderful. So now for some background, okay? So interestingly enough, while I was at work and during my downtime, I hope no one at work hears this, I was on the Google machine where I... You get a 15-minute break? That's what you were using it for. Yes, yeah, the 15-minute break. And <laughs> 15 minutes is all it took. And that's what we you were get, using it You get for. two 15-minute breaks and a lunch. Like, I think that's federal Yeah, man. we'll say it literally is during those times and mm-hmm. not during any other times. Okay. There you go. And I like that in my... No one can hold me against that. I cannot be sued. Okay. <laughs> or fired. For that anyway. or, yeah, fired. Sued by whom? <laughs> <laughs> the federation's okay. gonna come after us like federal government right <laughs> and like you you misquoted you googled <laughs> off the clock okay you on were not clock. on the clock sorry <laughs> you were on that clock i have foregone enough breaks and lunches for sarah to look this up i, I, I donate that. i donate I don't that get a lunch. exactly i work 7 a.m until 3 p.m that is to full eight hours i do not get a lunch period so there it is. So you used Dilly's lunch to look this up. You did. I'm like have the latest lunch in the office. So at 1.30, everyone's like, you're just now eating, Sarah? You must be so busy. I'm like, I just have this lunch time. I'm like 1.30. <laughs> this is just it, homies. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So what I found is an article. Um, it's by The Independent. Um, it was written by Jesse Grimond. And I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly. But... It is titled This Europe, Italy Claims Snow White and Her Seven Dwarfs. And I thought this had like a really good amount of background for the time. So I wanted to read that. It summed it up better than I could. But Snow White and Her Seven Dwarfs were Italian, not German, as has long been presumed, claims a book by an Italian literature scholar. The fairy tale set down by the Brothers Grimm at the end of the 19th century was traditionally thought to have its roots in German folklore. But this man whose name I cannot pronounce, Giuliano Palmieri, and I know I butchered that, uh, an academic in Trevisio, claims Snow White or perhaps Bian Conivi, you know what, look these things up, came from the Dolomites <laughs> in a region of the Cordoval River north of Belluno. I am so sorry to all the Italian people. The area was known for its magnesium-rich iron mines, which provided the raw material to make weapons for Venus. And this doctor, literature, scholar man says the fairy tale derives from an ancient ritual in the regions when a beautiful, noble girl would be sent down a mine, which was running low in ore, so she could transmit her vital energy to Mother Earth. And it is likely many were of German origin. And, oh wait, sorry. And the miners would have had to have been small to fit in tiny tunnels right hence the seven dwarfs 
so it is likely many were of German origin and told the story to relatives over the border where it was eventually picked up by the brothers Graham, he believes. The theory comes at a time when fairy tales and their origins are the focus of considerable attention in Italy and the country is keen to claim back its own. That is basically it, but essentially based on that, I thought it was neat. Iron ores, women going down into the mines, giving their energy to Mother Nature. Mines were small, so I have a proposition. Yes, I'm here for this. I think the proposition I'd like to make is we now refer to those women as uh, ore whores, or is that a no? (laughs) (laughs) Ore whores for sure. That's That's an ore whore for sure. Um, (laughs) Should we be using that kind of language, Heather? I'm sorry. No, that was too good though. The rhyme was there. Not that we judge anyone for their sexual behaviors. I am here for it. Exactly. We do not do that. But that I do like that. That I'm here for it question we don't yeah. know who wrote this version that you put on the google tribe for us to read no which is very typical is of just, fairy tales it's a I'm retelling very re- yeah so it's nothing it's uh, there's also on wikipedia give me a second wikipedia <laughs> snow white italy sorry guys hold on a second we're gonna cut this part out no we're not I, I found out my Google search info in last time. through the Wikipedia, through the Wikipedia, right? It says in Italy, the heroine is not the daughter of a king, but usually an innkeeper. But in this story, obviously, was it was it a king's daughter? She's some random bitch. She has no background. Yes, yes. Yeah, so she's there. And of course, instead of the dwarves, it's the robbers that we have there. And in... Uh, some of the stories basically the stepmother like has a shop and the customers will come in and say and she'll ask them like hey have you seen any other beautiful women than me like any more beautiful women you know anyone more beautiful than me there you go you Mm -hmm. guys understand what i'm saying and if they say no you're the most beautiful you're the fairest of all then she cuts their prices in half in the store and she gives them a discount she's like here (laughs) and so then finally come in some people to the shop and they're like no your your stepdaughter is like way more pretty and she's like whoa and if anybody says anyone else is prettier she doubles their money okay their their prices so they so it's highway robbery yeah for sure see robbery robbers make sense and instead of like poisoned apples or combs they use like poisoned flowers so it's really interesting super neat and that's basically that but this is maria the evil stepmother and the seven robbers essentially is what you're going to get in any retelling from italy is that sort of it's interesting there you go so there's some deviation depending on how which makes sense like if you're if you're doing a word of mouth story you're gonna make some embellishments or you're just gonna be like okay, you need to go to sleep now. I don't want to go to sleep now. Tell me a story. And then you give the shortest version possible. <laughs> Short <sleep>. version. <laughs> there was a girl, they tried to kill her, and then they didn't. The end. <laughs> go <laughs> Certified summary. <laughs> so. Oh, gosh. Initial thoughts. Who wants to go first? Let's get, make Heather. Heather, you go first. I would like to say this one was probably my least favorite of the ones that we read. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are definitely some similarities. 
from uh, from other things we read, I did like that this one included the um, leaving of breadcrumbs, mm. uh, which is you see in other fairy tales, namely Hansel and Gretel. Yes. So that was kind of a cool use, and I'd like to think that back in whatever times people were word of mouthing fairy tales that if they had tiktok and they had life hack videos that they would be like are you ever lost in the woods just throw some grain on the ground you know and that would be like oh that's right you know we've got people in today's society that use plates to cut grapes and you know maria had her breadcrumbs so overall wasn't my favorite uh but it was nice to see some differences some changes on that cool I did notice that as well. I was like, oh, we're borrowing more things from fairy tales. Sounds cool from other fairy tales. Mm-hmm. I do. I Okay. I thought the dad was more present too, which I liked. Yeah, but he was just a <laughs> giant dick. He wasn't a dick per se. I would call him weak. Yeah. Ooh, yeah weak. He was like, weak this, sauce. This, this vagina is so good that I'm going to do whatever I can to keep it. That's what I felt like his energy was. I think that's probably the only vagina that he could keep. So he's like, ah, I better stick with it. Well, <laughs> he had to have had vagina before because otherwise we wouldn't have Maria. I mean, that's fair. Maybe it was a one night stand. Was it? The, it was a, yeah. It was, his, maybe, it was his sister's daughter or something. Maybe that vagina ran away, <laughs> the original one. Now he's She's like, I'm going to drop this one. baby off. I have things to do. <laughs> good day to you all. <laughs> Tip of the day. hat. Tip of my lady hat. Thank you. I will also say their marriage was pretty insane, too. He, She was like, hey, tell your dad I said hi. Wink. And then Maria was like, cool. Hey, dad. She said hi. He was like, marry her. Here we go. <laughs> she thinks about me. Man, that never happened before. <laughs> so has this in the version that I read? I mean, it was I'm like sure two seconds. You're the one that put it on our drive. I picked this one. Absolutely. <laughs> I literally read it after the last podcast, and I thought, I'll remember this. Oh, man. Here we I are. do like that they were like, be sister, like the, be a sister to us, the robbers were. Oh yeah! Keep our house. Be our, be our sister. I was into the robbers. They were ten out of ten. Yeah, I, I think. Yes, I really enjoyed the fact that they said "be our sister." Like you know, instead of like, "Hey, come here and just you can live with us and just be a slave." But it's like but you know, I, sisterly. Yeah, that's pretty much. Those are my initial thoughts. I got more stuff to say, but we'll get to it. Uh, my initial thoughts are pretty much the same. Like when I found this, I thought it was interesting. Of course, I thought the background was really interesting once I started looking more into that. Like that mm-hmm. article kind of, you know, that entire idea that it could have originally just the idea of, of Snow White originating from Italy and then the Brothers Grimm getting, you know, word of it, which I mean, essentially, I'm sure that's how obviously it's how all fairy tales like they originated somewhere and then just traveled off. But I like that it was short. I like that it was short, but not really. Like, I wanted more depth to it, but I mean, it's a retelling of a retelling of a retelling, I'm sure. And, yeah, so, also wasn't my favorite, but I like the idea that there were robbers and not little dwarfs. That just mm-hmm. Michael, you know, yeah. they're just little robbers having a good time. Yeah, they college. don't mind it. They just thieve it. I'm here for <laughs> That's I like Robin Hood. Yeah. I'm sorry, did you say Robin Hood? I like I it. I like Robin it. Robin Hood. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> I do. Dad was more present, sure. I One thing I noticed is that 
I think the reason why the sleeper and the spindle is my favorite is because we get the dwarves from the middle. I mean, from the beginning all the way through to the end. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. Snow White leaves with them. Whereas the dwarves in the original, or I guess in the this original and then the other fake original, the Grimm's version, both of those, it was like, oh yeah, hey, here's these dwarf robber creatures. And then she dies and they're like, poof, they disappeared. It's like, you're our sister. Oh, you're dead. Not sister no more. Can't pay attention to you. (laughs) It's fine. Sorry. It's like, I gotta go find another sister. Like, (laughs) who's gonna wash the sheets now? (laughs) (laughs) The worst part about it is that she kept this house so clean and now she's gone. (laughs) Damn. And I I think the dad, like, in my head, I kept imagining. Have you guys watched Disenchantment on Netflix? I absolutely yes. have. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> the dad being the fat king. <laughs> yeah. King Zog. Yeah, oh man. Oh jeez. Through there and oh, disenchantment's a hoot. And I like that show. Little fat, little fat man just walking around having a good time. You know, yeah, throwing bread that. over a cliff or a little dog. Yeah, I can see him throwing the bread. <laughs> I can see him throwing the bread over the cliff and being like Ah, Tarabini, if you could just grab that for me, that'd be great. She'd <laughs> be like, Dad, seriously? You know that I can't do that. Fine, Dad. Oh, oh, God. So in my head, literally the entire time reading that, I just was picturing that little fairy tale. I was like, okay, I can't cast this because I'm seeing mm-hmm. animation in my head. So that was, that was mainly That's okay. That. Uh, okay, so King King Zog is your is your casting for that. Oh yeah, he's my casting for sure. Yeah, you could do an animated version of this. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? This what did you say earlier? Uh, Delia, you said it. It's <laughs> so like whose line is it anyway? Exactly. <laughs> the the points don't matter, which is the rules here don't matter, or or like Pirates of the Caribbean, they're more like guidelines. Exactly. Yeah. We make the rules. Yeah. So yeah. we we make the rules. We make the rules, but we don't have to adhere to them all the time. Exactly. Mm, I break we change them all the, the time. Oh, um, oh, that we overcome. Exactly. Oh, it's like, adaptation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I feel like this is our fourth episode that we've recorded, not in the order that you guys, you listeners, are listening to them, but I think that we've, you know, we're still hitting the rhythm. We're still hitting the stride, and we're mm-hmm, keep on mm-hmm. moving. We're doing you know? something. Yeah. Come talk to us when we've done our like fiftieth episode, and we'll I bet we'll have something totally different then. Oh yeah, everything changes. I'm into it. Uh, we'll be doing like what? a doomcast or something about how we're all doomsdayers. Yeah. Don't even know. be yeah, don't even be books anymore. Man, this is not way off track. They used to do books. They were talking about Snow White in the second episode, but now it's weird. Done for. Done for. Oh. My goodness, I'm never gonna be one of those doomsday people though. If, if the apocalypse happens, man, take me the fuck out. I don't want to have to live in this world without curly hair products. Oh. oh. See, Sorry. I'm the opposite. I'm like, how can I survive? Where am I going to, like, get my food? How am I going to keep myself protected? Who am I going to try to find? You know? Am I going to leave my mama in eastern Kentucky? That's a big no. While I'm there, yeah. we're go- what are we going to do? Are we going to leave my dad? Not today. Got to find them all, baby. <laughs> you probably. Like if I were, I would probably want to be in the middle, like somewhere rural where you can mm-hmm. do your own farming and have your own like meat source, you know, raise some deer or something. I don't know. Or the actual domesticated animals like cows and pigs and whatnot. 
But, you know, at the same time, you want to be close enough that you can raid some grocery stores if you need it. That's what I'm saying. I'm into that. Right. I just need, like, plumbing. Like, I just, I don't think I could live in a world where there's not plumbing. You know what I'm saying? Like, You're like look, that we evolved me. past it, and I can't devolve. I'm not a good <laughs> Pokemon. I have not going back. so many stories about the filth of the past. I don't know how I got on the subject of it. This is so random. But I was reading about, I think it was like Henry VIII, possibly, was kind of like a germaphobe and a neat freak. And basically, like, when they're, whenever one of his dwellings would become super gross, which is everybody would just pee and poo everywhere because there was like, they, people would just like go on the stairs, you know, people would just right there. And when mm. he would just move around to this different places until it got past. gross. And I was like, you know what? I'm so happy to have a toilet that flushes. Thank you. Mm. I feel well, they did have chamber pots, and then at one point they had garden yeah. robes. And then they had to throw them outside, though, and then you got like. Well, not the garden robes. They didn't do that. That was oh. like a. It's like an outhouse inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an outhouse. <laughs> Let me check and make sure that I'm not completely wrong. I don't want anything that I would you have to cough out or. I mean, digging a hole in the ground, cool. I can deal with that. Going wherever in the castle, no. No, no, no. I would love to find an abandoned castle that was just full of human excrement. Like, huh, someone pooped a lot in here. Yeah, it's the castle <laughs> toilet. It's a lavatory in a medieval building. There you go. Yeah, and they would, like, some historical bedrooms still have, like, chairs that if you, you know, open the top, it's like there's a little chamber pot. And I just imagine all these people, I don't know, it's just so gross, man. Like, is no there, wonder the bubonic plague shoot? just like is that what's happening everything. here? I thought that what? you pooped in a shoe. Hold on, no, I think it's like. Hold on, let me make sure real quick. This is kind of. Well, I don't know how we got to this, but <laughs> send help. <laughs> okay. Oh, so the waste fell below. So you'd go into the garden robe or whatever, and there was like a hole, and the waste would fall into the gar- into the castle moat. Oh, that's that's actually nifty. That's well enough. Not on the inside, but I bet it smelled real great outside. I can't imagine. Why is your that moat yellow? Moat. <laughs> oh, God. Now all I can think about is that you remember that guy, the the sword in the stone, the fictional, the the, the animated one. Yes, they're fish in the moat. Oh, <laughs> what the hell were they swimming past? <laughs> in okay. All right, we gotta stop having some of those bad bathroom humor. So anyway, but yes, uh, where were we at? What are we talking about? We had just gone through initial thoughts, and yeah, Delia had something to say. I did. I was gonna say that in this version, I thought it was really interesting how the stepmother and the old woman are two different people. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. makes me dislike that old woman. Mm -hmm. She a bitch. Why the fuck would you say, "Hey, you know what? Your stepdaughter's still alive, by the way." I know she like went like, and told mind her. Mind your own business, lady. Yeah, just, she ran straight to that female and said, "Oh, guess what?" I was like, "What a turd!" Although at the same time, I'm kind of like, "That's a good friend," you know. <laughs> if you guys were like, you "Listen, this bitch slept with my man or my partner," sorry, Heather, my partner, I'm gonna kill her. Let me know if she's not dead. I would do that. I would let you know. Oh, for <laughs> like, sure, I would definitely. She's still walking around. I would be like, you want me to hit her again? Like, you want me to poison her? Push her down that cliff? I can throw that bread over that cliff again. Like, is that what you want? 
He said, okay. yeah, I'm here to throw all the loaves. I'm, I'm here for you, bestie. I still think I still didn't like her though. Like I would do that for you guys. No, no question. Ride or die. But yeah, I guess it's because we're from the perspective of Maria yeah. that we're like, oh, what a bitch. She's trying to live her life and all these people don't want her to. Like, you need to get yeah. better hobbies. Like, absolutely. Find now, something to do with yourself. Just so you guys can remind me. Nothing how happens. How does she die? To, yes. How does she how how what happens? So I remember they in the lead her out she, to the forest once and she comes back and then because she Hansel and Gretel the fuck out of it. And then <laughs> she, she that one. And then the, uh, goes the back out. She gets lost because she forgot her oats that time. Yep. And then she finds what the robbers. You, you shouldn't know at this point. But go ahead. I know, right? She she forgot. She was in a rush. I don't know. She's don't in know a rush. Life. I don't always have oats in my pocket either, Sarah. God. <laughs> <laughs> you don't carry oats? <laughs> For exfoliation? God. <laughs> right. Um, so then she goes, finds the robbers. They invite her to live with them. And then the old woman comes back and is like, hi, I have a ring. And she goes, hi, I will take your ring. Puts it on. Bam poison ring she dies oh yeah yes it was a ring i thought that was really interesting yeah and, uh, <laughs> the king is like oh my god well, they put her in an ox cart and she goes oh my god grave robbery wasn't it his mom who's like well she can't be buried with this beautiful- I, know, right? she's like, well, I don't want to waste it it's so pretty and she's dead she's not using it yeah that we'll keep her body absolutely. on display for days but don't let her bury don't bury her with that ring and why, no. didn't he take her because he was like was it one of he, those situations again where it's like i can't was, not look at her she was beautiful and she was dead so he locked himself up in the room and, and he wept. wept and he wept i was like you don't even know this lady <laughs> like i just have to cry she's like she I was remember. just too beautiful and we lost her oh my gosh have you, you guys know the story of the cpr dolls there was a no. so it was a it was a jane doe and i think she drowned herself that's i'd have to remember and she was beautiful and everyone made over it and one of the guys that was embalming her or whatever or maybe she was in a morgue i don't quite recall but someone said what a beautiful face i'm gonna make a mold of it so they made a mold of it and now the cpr dolls those dummies the faces it's her face and that's why yes. they call them yeah that they call them annie and maybe that was her name Maybe not. That's kind of fucked up. And yeah. A lot of love over the years. Yeah. So Maria could have been a CPR doll, but this took place in 1612. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, maybe it, maybe she was. She was the original inspiration. <laughs> With her they took molds on. of people all the time. Oh my gosh. One of the, I went to the crime museum at Alcatraz. Not, not the Alcatraz I'm, museum. The one in, the one in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I went there and they had they had these like this was the weirdest part is they had the, the masks of the people that had died. Oh my gosh, what was his name? I don't think it was John Dillinger, but it might have been. But anyway, they have one of one of the famous people that died. They had um like a mold of his face. And they're like, here's a mold of his face and here's an eyebrow that got eyebrow hair that got pulled from his face when they made this mold illegally. <laughs> I was like, oh great. It was kind of gross. I didn't want to know that. <laughs> that is, that's one hell of an object to have in a museum. Like an eyebrow. Just some eyebrow hair. Mm, no, count me out. From your favorite anyway. serial killer. 
don't know. Like it's I try just not to have a favorite because I feel like that's really fucking morbid. Oh, listen. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Diane Downs, what? <laughs> what? What? You, don't, you guys don't have a favorite murderer? There's literally a podcast, My Favorite Murder. And, I, uh, yeah. I know, I have, I'm here I for having a favorite. I find to be more interesting than others. That's a better way to put it. I'll give you that. Yeah. Mostly yeah some people call like, it like their pet case, you know, but I don't like that term. So I say, like, I'm just, it's hard for me to say, yes, that's, it's my favorite unsolved mystery. I hope it mm-hmm. wants to be solved. You know, I want it to be solved. I think we care because we want it to be solved. Like, it's interesting. You do want the answer, you know, kind of thing. But I don't think yeah. I would call it like a pet oh. case. I don't think I'd be like, oh, that's my favorite murder. But I don't know. Maybe it is. Oh, I am 100% like, here's my favorite murder. There are no mysteries. I know everything about it. We all know who did it. And I'm into it. Okay, you need to I'm watch the new Bailey episode Sarian. of the new Bailey Syrian one. Did you watch I it? Came out from today. today? I watched it yet. Okay, call me later. It is intense. I have a lot of feelings about it. Okay? Really For those of you that don't know, it's the corn rake one. If you haven't <gasps> watched it. Her makeup is fire always, but I really uh, liked that look. No, I take inspiration from her. Listen, guys, I don't always look like this. I feel like, I mean, 90% of the time. But, but when I do my makeup, it's all in inspiration from Bailey Sarian. She's gorgeous. Yeah, I'm like, her blending game is so strong. I'm here for it. Just everything she does. Like, when she puts her lipstick on, she's just immediately, I'm like, goodness. And her tattoos... Like, girl, I just want to be you right now. She's very beautiful. She mm-hmm. is. I hope she and takes she notice enhances. of me one day. I love you, Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like we just didn't have a lot to talk about with this one, so we've just been shooting this shit the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. The most interesting part to me was the fact that the prince did not – there was no kiss. There was no dislodging the apple. It was just kind of the mom being like, well, she's – well, this ring is way too nice to be buried, you know. Yeah. So um, it was interesting. But that to was kind of the happened. case with the first one too. With the uh, it kind of was kind of like, the... well, I'm going to take this beautiful woman. And... I wonder how we got to to like the kissing though. I wonder how we got there. Maybe because progression. CPR dummy, CPR dummies need mouth to mouth. Someone came to the future. They saw mouth to mouth, and they said, "I think I could do that." I think I can do that to a dead woman. Do her. And yeah, they I did think, it right. You don't go to the past; you go to the future. Obviously. Yeah. The worst thing for me about this is like, there's no retribution really in the end. Like, she gets to be with the prince and whatever, but like, the stepmom does not get to suffer that we know about. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. here you come dance in these shoes. I like to think of it like, you know, the end of Cinderella. Any, any Cinderella. Let's be honest. Any of them. Where she ends up, like, the stepmother's like, oh, no, she marries the prince. And I'm so sad now because my life sucks. I like to think that's what happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. That same old lady was like, guess who married the prince? You thought I was your friend, but really I was just here for the drama. <laughs> <laughs> she said, let me stir that part, that pot. <laughs> Doug. As an old lady, I will give no shits, Okay. I will be here all day stirring the pot. <laughs> I lived my life as a good little girl. Now I get to be a mean old woman. <laughs> I'm here for that. Yeah. I just want to wear big hats. You're like, she's dressed like she's going to the derby all the time. That's Every just how Mysteria is. She's so <laughs> elegant. What an elegant like lady. She also talks to herself, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, my 
that's one of my biggest fears. I do not want dementia. Somebody take my ass out before that happens. That's not nice to say. Okay. It's not that. Okay. I think my biggest fear is me knowing that I'm losing my mind and being conscious of it. So like, Mm -hmm. you know how with dementia, sometimes you're good and then sometimes you're not good. Mm-hmm. Like the the knowing would probably what would drive me insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of patients who call me on their and and talk with me on their good days when mm-hmm. they can schedule an appointment to get seen because they know they have the memory loss because they'll forget other times that they have it. And so, and I've had people call me and talk to me, and they're like, I forgot why I was calling, and I'm like. That's okay. Call me back. Anytime. I can tell you. Like, let's talk. Like, come to me. We'll be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. But yes. Anyway, this got this took a sad turn, guys. Sorry, I didn't mean to. So <laughs> that's basically this story. I think this is also another example of a bunch of adults who cannot kill a child. Right. <laughs> I feel like it can't be that hard. I thought I would ever even consider it, so I haven't really considered it. But also, yeah, I don't want to go to that dark side of my head that I know exists. Just me? Okay, that's fine. Um, right. Nope. Yeah, no, I'm 100% with you. But I feel like I would do better than throwing some bread off a cliff. Like, come on. Very sure. I feel like that was no. such a dumb, dumbass thing to do. He's just like, I don't think he wanted to kill her, though. That is his kid. Oh, he did. I think at one point he did say he didn't want to. Yeah, he said, I don't want to kill her. So his thought was, I'll just let her get lost. Yeah. She won't come home and, you know, she'll die from exposure, but it won't be my fault. So. You know how in the movies, you know, like in some of them, when the the bad characters like trying to get rid of their dog or their pet, and they like throw something, and the pet goes after it, it comes back, and no one's there. Oh no! Oh. I feel that's yeah. I feel like that I was that situation. That. We're like, go get it, girl. Go get that bread. Oh my god, it's Joe Dirt. Like, where's that? <laughs> it's one hundred percent Joe Dirt. They just went to the Grand Canyon, left him in the trash can. <laughs> she got Joe Dirted. <laughs> Can we call it that from now on? Joe Dirted. <laughs> you got Joe Dirted. Podcast, anything that happens where someone gets Joe Dirted, it has to be like its own little segment. Fair you just, like, you just got clunked. You just got Joe Ooh. Dirted. Do we like Joe Dirted or the Joe Dirt Dessert? Oh, Joe Dirted. Yes. Dessert. I'm here for some, like, I love a good rhyming situation. Also, um, just a quick mention. I thought it was super interesting how immediately Maria, though, kind of picks up the first time. She's like, I should take some of this and I should place these oats in a way that I can find my way back home because I do not trust my dad right now. She's like, something is going on. That's good for her sad. on her instinct. Well, yes, it is sad, but good for her on her instinct. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I applaud us. May not come out of these woods alive. <laughs> better make a better make a trail. <laughs> I don't. Heather, did you do a cast? I did. Would you yeah. like to go through them? We can. I put mine on my. I put <laughs> mine on the. <laughs> on the drive, if you guys want to look. I only cast the youngest ro- robber. I did not cast any of the other ones. They didn't oh. have lines. <laughs> yeah, I casted all of them as one person. <gasps> not Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So I as really you can like see, thank you. Who, hold on. Heather, who'd you cast as the dad? That's what we'll start with. So I, I, 
had just watched Friends with my mom. So the dad ended up being Matt LeBlanc, who is Joey. Oh, He's also so Italian, much. so I was into it. This also oh, this is like the comedy version of Snow White, by the way. I tried Sounds to pick some good. like some funnier humans in there. I love it. I picked Alfonso Herrera from Sense Eight. Oh, oh my god, yeah, I yeah. love Sense Eight. Me too. He is wonderful. I thought he looked all right. He's what about okay. stepmother. Stepmother. I opted for Courtney Cox. So you're watching Friends. <laughs> <laughs> and I could see her being like, you know, being like irritated with this kid. And yes, I was watching Friends. Okay. I, I stuck with, I kept with my same stepmother. She's the only person that has remained constant throughout all of my Snow White castings, which is Monica Bellucci. I'm into it. And what is she playing again? I don't remember. Hold on. Oh. She almost reminds me of Shannon Doherty. Yeah. Yeah, just a skosh. Well, anyway, I don't remember what she's in, but she's in some stuff. Hey, guess what, Sarah? You have Google. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. Marie, what's her name? Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. Who is okay? Bellucci. Uh, Who's next? Maria. Yeah, we'll go with Maria. I had Dylan Conrique. No, yeah, and I see her on here, and that's a 10 out of 10. Maria, I think that's really good. Right? She is from House of Darkness and Chicken Girls. Oh, I don't know either of those, but I still... either, but I like the way she looked. (laughs) I I think your cast looks very cohesive. Yeah, it does. Right? I straight up was like, Hispanic actors and actresses. That's what I did. (laughs) I like it. Italian? Hispanic. I like it. Thank you. You know, it just, I think it goes together. What about you, Miss Heather? Oh, Jacqueline had a quick joke to tell. I think the cast needs more whitewashing. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Jacqueline, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) All right. Bye. Um, Bye. Guest star from Heather's partner, Jacqueline. (laughs) She's a 10 out of 10. All right. uh, So my Maria is Natalia Dyer who is Nancy from Stranger Things. Oh. And she plays I in a do. couple other things that I can't recall, but that's what I specifically I know her and love her, her from. With that, with that look, it's like her eyes and the way she looks. I could see her being kind of like, Papa, where did he go? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you did good. I like her. She's from Nashville. Yeah. And she's like, you know, pale and you could dye her hair brown. Actually, this one didn't talk a whole lot about how Maria her, looked. Her hair is brown. Or not brown. I meant black. Sorry. It is brown. It dyed looks, it pretty, looks pretty dark here, but. That looks dyed. No, I mean, it looks the same color as her <laughs> She's like, listen, Heather, this might actually just be your hair color. <laughs> In Stranger Things, it's brown. In Stranger Things, it's brown. But that doesn't I don't mean know anything. her life. Nor do um, I. Don't let me. Don't let me try to tell her life. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then uh, the king, also known as Snow White's love interest. I have Andrew Mataz. Matarazzo. Matarazzo. He's an attractive young man. You know, see, the entire time when I first started this and I thought, I'm going to read the background, I shall look up how to pronounce these words. I didn't. (laughs) I made you guys wait so I could make sure that I was getting (laughs) Neil Gaiman's name right when we first did the last one. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here like, I know I butchered it all. And between that no and uh, a pizza pie from the other ooh. podcast. <laughs> ah, ooh, that one gets me every time. You look cringy. I love it. <laughs> I don't know what he's in. Oh, he's in Teen Wolf. Oh. And Jane the Virgin. 
Cool. And All Rise, which looked really good and I haven't seen yet. I love okay. Teen Wolf. I watched like the first season and then I just Me could not too. keep up at the time. We all, I think we all watched it together in high school. But I didn't say we watched it together. I watched the first couple of episodes. I think on couch. Oh, I guess yeah. I shouldn't have said her name. You can tell that on censor that on blah blah blah. <laughs> on, Kay- on Kayla's couch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if it's first names, last names is a little okay. Well sketch. Uh my king was Nick Jonas. I love it. <laughs> I don't know why. I've absolutely no reasoning behind it. He was the one I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go for it. Actually, kinda all of these are like that. So he's adorable. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm just imagining Nick Jonas just like tossing some bread. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you know that's the awesome dad. Yeah, the dad, Matt LeBlanc, is tossing the bread. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh. Nick Jonas yeah, is the king him, that's like, weeping. Yeah. Room. I can see oh, him weeping. Sorry, I thought you said the king, and I was like, toss that bread. Um. <laughs> and then the dowager queen, the king's mom. 100% Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> <laughs> also from Friends. You know what? That kind of makes sense, though. It, I it love fits that. really well. I liked her and Courtney Cox. I like both of them. Kind she of she would totally have been like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and take this. <laughs> <laughs> I get to see a very big comedic, you know, Nick Jonas crying his eyes out. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> We're Mom, just going to take it. Well, she doesn't need it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Lisa Kudrow could pull that off 100. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. I did Marina. I can't say her last name at all, but she's uh, the main girl in Deadpool. Love her. Oh, Got yeah, her yeah. In- She's in, well, I say Deadpool, like, that's what I know her from, but she was in Firefly, and she was solid. I hear good things about Firefly as well. Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. watched it, but I've heard good I own it on DVD. It's great. I love it. Well, she tell me I'm pretty. Were I not a married man, I would take you in a manly fashion. Because I'm pretty? Because you're pretty. Aww. Aww. I like that. Me too. It's got Alan Tudyk. <laughs> I love it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> And then I cast the youngest dwarf as Marcel Ruiz from uh, One Day at a Time. Oh, I love One Day at a Time. Oh, he is not that. the fuck too. What a great show. I'm into mm-hmm. um, I cast all my robbers as Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of being a sister, he'd be like, you'll be our daughter. You know, <laughs> I can just see him being a very fatherly figure. <laughs> Do you remember my favorite quote of when we've ever talked about Nicolas Cage? Oh, yeah. You? Oh, yeah. I know exactly like, what you're going to say. I love Nicolas Cage. And you say, what do you love? His bad looks are his bad acting. Oh. <laughs> I'm still like, I can't believe he said that to me. And your mom and Kayla were also so upset. They were not into that. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is he in? And I'm like, oh yeah, he was good in Con Air. Okay. Oh, Con Air, Con Air. I, 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 uh, I stand Con Air. Okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. I like those little national treasury films. Those are good, actually. I really did like those too. I like Have them. You watched them in Frozen, Frozen Ground, Frozen Ground, not Frozen. Not <laughs> I was gonna say he's in Frozen. <laughs> He's like, let it go. And it's where he's like a detective and he has to solve like these series of murders that are going on. He likes to do shit like that. 
yeah he's yeah, into it. based upon like an actual like person in real life who did that kind of thing like murder mm. so it's really good and it was like based in alaska i recommend it so it's like vanessa hudgens is in it Ooh. yeah so is it the da vinci <laughs> cold <laughs> that's not his movie heather <laughs> I was about to mention Captain and I realized it was Tom Hanks as well. So <laughs> I forgot Tom Hanks is the one in that. Oh no! Yikes! My bad. Tom oh, I'd like to personally apologize to Tom Hanks. No, he's in. Uh, oh God, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes. He's, yeah, he was in that too. Yeah, he plays in Next. He plays in The Knowing, which I'm into. Yeah, I remember Next. And, and I don't have anything against Nicolas Cage, but I could not pass up the opportunity to say that. No, you you, you did it so well. It was like a good opportunity. That was really good. I remember that. Because he kind of is the same person. Don't get me wrong. He's kind of like George Clooney in that he's always fucking George Clooney and he's always fucking Nicolas Cage. There's right. no like real range there. Kind of yeah. like there are some bands that always have like the songs that sound very the similar. Same. No Mumford and why. Sons, don't get me wrong, I like Mumford and Sons, but until their most recent album, all their shit sounded sort of the same. Mm-hmm. And I went to their concert, so I liked I liked them a lot, but their recent album, I think it was, I don't remember what it's called, but the recent one was really well, really well done. It had it definitely had a different sound. Mm-hmm. I have to look up what's I think that's why people like have so much flack on like Nickelback and that kind of thing. Delta, like, that's what I said it was. So... I don't hate Nickelback, but for the sake of comedy, I tell people I hate Nickelback. Right, right. You can't pass it up. It's like a staple. You have to. You just have to. You have to do it. So my entire cast uh, was just the Disenchantment cast. And you can just (laughs) Just fill them in, watch Disenchantment, pretend they're in the story. It Mm. works. I'm here for it. Just pick it out. Oh my gosh. And there you go. Who's Lucy? Is he one of the dwarves or the robbers? Oh, he has to be one of the robbers for He's sure. He's my favorite character I for know. no other reason than that he is cat-like and kind of an ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love Absolutely. his sarcasm. And the little prince can be the, the little green elf. What's his name? Elfo? <laughs> Elfo. <laughs> Elfo. And oh, he would totally cry over his little beanie. So anyway, that's it. Okay. What are we thinking as far as food stuff goes? Uh, Bread. Yeah, for well, sure. Well, that or oatmeal bread. raisin cookies. I'm just uh-huh. No, I was thinking oh, bread, bread too. Favorite breads. French bread. Okay. I'm going to shout out to my favorite local bakery. It is uh, the Bluegrass Baking Company here in Lexington. And they mm-hmm. uh, they have a bohemian beer bread. It's like a darker bread. Mm-hmm. And I would probably give my fingers for it. Okay. Oh, you're I like a good brioche. Oh, Jacqueline's into a brioche. Very desserty, very sweet. I've made brioche before, and my poor little KitchenAid mixer was so warm by the time it was over. Oh, no. I was like, okay, Cindy, I'm going to put you away and let you breathe for a second. I'll pull you back out in a month or two. You need the rest. Listen, so. I just love bread. If you guys just fed me bread all, and I think everyone does, right? Are yeah. you human if you don't like bread? Anyway. Unless you're, and, like, there's gluten-free yes, options. I was going to okay? say. You can still like it. You can so, enjoy it. Literally, you just give me the bread and that's all there is to it. So any mm-hmm. type of bread. I also like the idea of the oatmeal cookies, though. I think that oatmeal raisin cookies be cute. Oats. Have your oatmeal raisin cookies with your bread. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Make an oatmeal raisin cookie sandwich. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got flavor. That's what the cinnamon in it is for. Maybe there's some nutmeg in the cinnamon, in the cookie, in the cookie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like All right. So, so, okay. Yep. That's the episode. Who's outroing? It's Unless me. we have any other things to say. Yeah. Would I recommend it? Sure. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were going to do that. Mm-hmm. I say it doesn't hurt to read it if you read the other ones, <laughs> but don't read it on hurt. its own. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't hurt, homies. Do not. I uh, recommend it. It's short enough that it wasn't like, a, oh man, that was a waste of my time. But I think maybe it's because we did read all of these Snow White ones like in a pretty short time period. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, okay. But I liked it. Was The right. differences in it were very interesting. I liked that we saw more of the dad. Mm-hmm. I liked that there wasn't dwarves. There were the differences were really nice in comparison to the other ones that we've read. So it was like four I agree. pages. I agree. It's so short. I agree. Definitely read it. It's fun. I think it it really made me think about what other fairy tales and like variations there are that you know vary by country or by whatever, mm-hmm. and that I'm just not realizing and how interesting that could be. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that is the end of our fairy tale book bite series. The next three book bites are going to be something else. Don't ask us because we haven't discussed it yet. (laughs) (laughs) You'll know when you know. (laughs) It's not up to me this time. I picked this one. We'll We'll discuss that later. You'll you'll find out later. All right, fellow readers, it's time to say goodbye. Remember to check our Instagram for upcoming reads in the casting list. A big thanks to myself for writing our theme song, Dylan Vargas, who created our logo, and our respective life partners with their unwavering support. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll join us next time when we turn the page.